Genesis 22 Sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Abraham, God called. Yes, he replied, here I am. Take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, whom you love so much, and go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. The next morning, Abraham got up early. He saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him, along with his son Isaac. Then he chopped wood for a fire for a burnt offering and set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day of their journey, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Stay here with the donkey, Abraham told the servants. The boy and I will travel a little farther. We will worship there and then we will come right back. So Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders while he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them walked on together, Isaac turned to Abraham and said, Father? Yes, my son, Abraham replied. We have the fire and the wood, the boy said, but where is the sheep for the burnt offering? God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son, Abraham answered. And they both walked on together. When they arrived at the place where God had told him to go, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied. Here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy, the angel said. Do not hurt him in any way, for now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me, even your son, your only son. Then Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by its horns in a thicket. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in place of his son. Abraham named the place Yahweh Yirah, which means the Lord will provide. To this day, people still use that name as a proverb. On the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called again to Abraham from heaven. This is what the Lord says. Because you have obeyed me and have not withheld even your son, your only son, I swear by my own name that I will certainly bless you. I will multiply your descendants beyond number, like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will conquer the cities of their enemies, and through your descendants all the nations of the earth will be blessed all because you have obeyed me. Then they returned to the servants and travelled back to Beersheba, where Abraham continued to live. Soon after this, Abraham heard that Milcah, 
his brother Nahor's wife, had borne Nahor eight sons. The oldest was named Uz. The next oldest was Buz, followed by Kemuel, the ancestor of the Aramaeans, Kesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlaf, and Bethuel. Bethuel became the father of Rebekah. In addition to these eight sons from Milcah, Nahor had four other children from his concubine, Rumah. Their names were Teba, Gaham, Tehash, and Maacah. In my Bible, the subheading under chapter 22 says, Abraham's obedience tested. And on the online version of that version of the Bible, which is the New Living Translation, it says, Abraham's faith tested. Both are totally correct. That scripture really is an amazing testament to faith and obedience. Because Abraham calls his son boy in the scripture, I just had it in mind that Isaac was probably only about 10 years old or slightly younger. So I thought, let me do an online search and see how old Isaac actually is, roughly. And that varied from about 20 years old to 36, which is a pretty big swing, and certainly older than what I would consider a boy. Imagine being Isaac, following your father, trusting him and having faith that the Lord would provide the sacrifice. The photo for today's episode is from Cancun, Mexico. And I chose it because in the scripture it mentions that Abraham's descendants will be countless millions like the stars of the sky and the sand on the seashore. Think about the beaches of the world, how much sand there actually is, or how much is visible on the seashore. Cancun actually doesn't have deep beaches at all, but the water is the most spectacular different shades of blue and teal because of the sand that is visible through the clear water. It's absolutely spectacular. And this photo just amplifies the stunning colour of the water there. I hope you enjoy it. Been to Cancun? I'd love to hear your stories. Feel free to message me via the website at ttlm.pictures. While you're there, you can also listen to any of the episodes, the 70 previous episodes to this one, as well as download a full-res version of any of the photos that go with the episodes. So until next time, make it a good one.